Thanks for tuning in to the Empowerment Project Podcast, a safe space for women of all walks of life to gather together, get honest, and discover more about the God-given identity and power we can claim through Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Modlin, and this podcast is a place of quiet retreat, girl talks, and scripture-inspired truths that challenge women to live changed. So get comfy, because we're about to get real. Hey, you guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Empowerment Project podcast. How's it going? I hope you were all doing so well. Um, I hope that you are surviving this quarantine and just continuing to push forward and find purpose in every single day. I hope that you are enjoying this little bit of a pause. I hope that you are enjoying, you know, spending more time with your family. And um, and if you're not with your family, you know, just taking this time to yourself. I hope that you are growing in your faith. I hope that you are, you know, that God is taking you to new levels, new levels with him, new levels of intimacy with him. And I pray that you are learning to trust him in a way that you never, ever have. I know that this season is going to be a fundamental foundational season that just establishes your faith and your trust in the Lord. And I know that it's going to continue to stay with you throughout your life. So I pray that you're pressing in and that you're just getting closer to him with every moment, every day, every hour, every whatever that passes by, I pray that you are just being, making him the center of every day as much as you can. Um, And I hope that you guys are just staying happy and staying healthy and just continuing to do things that bring you joy and being intentional about bringing purpose to every single day. I love you guys so much and I pray for you all the time. And I hope that you guys are just, you know, doing well right now because I know this can be a very a difficult time. However, I don't want to speak on it too much because I do want this to be a place where you you all can kind of come and just, you know, not have to worry about that. A little sense of normalcy yet. Um, just kind of to our Wednesdays. Yay. I love a Wednesday. It's such a fun day. If you guys don't know, I do have a YouTube channel where I share faith-based content and lifestyle content. Um, I did just upload a video on my YouTube about how I started my podcast, the struggles of starting a podcast, and just tips and things for you to be able to do it yourself. So if you listen to this podcast and you're like, I would love to do something like that. I want to grow a community. I want to do all this stuff. Go and check out that video because I shared a lot of... Um, I guess out of the box tips and things like that, just areas that I struggled, um, things that were just like weird that, you know, I just had to kind of learn as I went. So I'm happy to be the guinea pig always. (laughs) So go and learn from my mistakes. I just want to let you guys know about that video as it is up. Also make sure to go check out my blog, MichaelaMajan.com. I just posted, or my most recent post was a post about things that Christians should stop doing. Um, And it was one of my favorite posts so far one of our best performing posts, which is really cool. And then also, um, go follow me on Instagram. If you want to keep up with me daily, I just like to post, you know, encouraging things there. So, um, it's a lot of fun and whatever, but while you're over there, make sure to follow the empowerment project pod. If you're going to do anything, go follow us over there because I feel like that is where the community is. And that is where we are continuing to grow and just relate to people and just share information, um, about the podcast, things that we're going to be doing, guests that are going to be coming on. I just hired a creative director for the podcast and just kind of overall, and she's super cool. I love everything that she posts. And I am just like such a sucker for like super cute, girly, aesthetic type stuff with collages and uplifting quotes and fun, inspiring spaces. And so she is just awesome at that. And so super obsessed with her and everything that she's doing over there. If you don't follow us, make sure to go and do that. We're going to be continuing to do fun stuff like we almost like three times a week, like every other day, we will have some sort of challenge or, you know, something to add to your story, like a template or, you know, something to fill out. It's so much fun. Right now we're doing the worship song challenge. And so day one was um, the first worship song that touched your heart. And then day two was a, a worship song that you learned at a conference. And so it's just a fun way to share worship songs and things like that with your followers. And so for me, it's really cool, especially when you guys tag me in that stuff to learn. Like I've learned so many new songs and things that I wouldn't have come across you know, without seeing it. So without like the challenge and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. Make sure that you go over there and just kind of interact and do fun stuff with us over there. So anyways, I'm really excited to tell you guys about our guests today, Tony and Sid Kell. They are such a beautiful couple. I am so excited for you guys to hear from them. My heart behind them coming on was really for you guys to get 
be encouraged and feel hope, you know, just from their relationship. Um, I feel like a lot of times, you know, we're told so often that, you know, either our standards are too high or that, um, you know, we're not going to find somebody who loves us the way that we should be loved. We're not going to find somebody who does the little things and the cute things or, you know, whatever. And I feel like, or someone that even just like loves God the way that we do, we feel like that's like a negotiable thing, you know, for someone, you know, well, as long as they're Christian, you know, but I feel like in order to serve God the way that you, that your heart desires to serve God, you need to be yoked with somebody that has that same desire. And so I know a lot of the times we can get discouraged and feeling like, well, is there anybody out there that's willing to do that? Uh, because it seems like slim pickings and it does feel like that definitely have been there, have felt that, but I do want this to serve as a reminder not to settle and just to look at their relationship, not in a way that, you know, compares or anything, but as a source of hope to remind yourself that like there are relationships like that out there and like they have that, that doesn't mean that I can't have that. Um, and just learning to trust in the Lord and seeing how the Lord's hand has been on their relationship and, you know, knowing that God wants to do the same thing for you. And so I think that sometimes we can almost, you know, um, give ourselves this, I don't know, some, somewhat of an ultimatum when it comes to relationships and we'll start picking apart things and be like, well, and then we, we kind of find ourselves compromising certain things. And so I never want us, any of us to get to that point and then end up, um, in a relationship that is hurtful or one that wasn't God's best for us, because once we do that, that is forever. And so I really wanted them to just come on and share their heart behind marriage and where they're at and how God has, you know, been faithful, um, to them and their relationship and everything like that. And the things that they're glad that, that they didn't um, compromise and the things that they're the deal breakers that they're glad that they stuck to as well. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear from them. They are wonderful. They are a young couple. And that was one of the main reasons that I wanted um, them to come on because they're, they're walking through the same things that you are. They are, you know, in the same stage of life that you guys are. They're doing different things and they're together and they're married, but they ultimately are in, are at the same age and we're all kind of, you know, struggling with the same things essentially. So I did want you guys to hear from them and I think that it is going to serve as a really encouraging episode and, or I hope it does. I, I think that um, it will hit you guys exactly where it needs to hit and I'm really excited for you guys to hear from them. So without further ado, here is me and Sid and Tony Kell. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. Yes. So I met Sid via Instagram. Like, how long ago was that? Man, maybe like two years? No, it's going to wow. be. Wow. We go way back. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we like go a year? Back. At least a year, I would say. And then, um, so me and Sid kind of linked up on Instagram a while back. We both were kind of doing dabbling in YouTube, Instagram, and all that good stuff. And then everybody will know this. So I talked a lot about live like the, or love like the king. I always say live like the king. It's a problem. Yeah, it's a tongue twister. Oh, so then um, Sid was actually the keynote, one of the speakers at love like the king. And so then I got to meet Tony. I got to hear a little bit of Sydney's testimony. And I was like, oh my gosh, love them. They definitely need to be um, on an episode of the empowerment project. So that is what we are doing today. I'm really excited if you guys could just go ahead and let us know tell us a little more about yourself what you guys are doing what you're up to where you're serving and just a little bit about who you are yeah for sure well like she said my name's Sid and I'm with my husband Tony here and we met at Faith Church so we were serving um the youth at the time we were serving on the youth team and everything like that and we actually met at a big event there and yes. um we actually didn't talk our first meetup was not like in person it was actually through instagram oh because, nice yeah just because that's the way our world the is. old so, modern like, way yeah right yes yeah, so we met at faith church but our first conversation was through instagram and we both figured out that we had the shared love of photography so we kind of bonded off of that and we got engaged eight months after dating so a pretty wow. quick engagement but it was kind of just you know well I know we'll get into it but you, we kind of just knew and yeah. we kind of go more into that but yeah ever since then we started a wedding photography and videography business so that's what we do full-time as well as YouTube and we just launched our podcast called the chosen podcast yes it's so good fun. yeah and then um together well Sydney and Anthony I 
I went and looked at your guys's um uh at the the uh listing of it on Spotify and it said Sydney and Anthony and I was like who's Anthony because you were just yeah, Tony on everything I was cracking up yeah yeah my yes. new husband Anthony <laughs> super good though I loved Anything it Anything official I have to put Anthony it's so weird I don't know why I do that <laughs> yeah that was very weird yeah it was so funny I love it keep it <laughs> yeah well and then also together right now like we for our hearts are for young adults so mm. we do serve as the young adult directors over um the young adult ministry which is like college and up mm-hmm. it's like college age of 35 at faith church so that's been a lot of fun and also mm-hmm. just you know being on our youtube channels and things like that yeah so fun i love your guys's youtube um i just watched the one where you um shaved that poor man's head <laughs> I know he was asking for it, but it was so funny. You guys are just hilarious. I think that was definitely my favorite YouTube Yes. So So much fun to watch. So, yeah, if you guys could tell me, I know you guys, I know you just said that you met um, through church, but tell me about like meeting, like who approached who, um, while we were, me and Sid actually sat on the panel together and we had a lot of like, there was a lot of like relationship questions and stuff. So how did this all unfold? Who was interested in who? Okay, that's a good question. I, I'll make this long story short. It was uh, one of our youth nights, and I remember um, seeing her on stage. I was like, oh my gosh, a new girl. Who is new she? Girl. And so I just had had a conversation with her, but um, we didn't have a conversation yet. And I remember as I was taking photos outside, she came running up the hill, and then she like came in front of me, and she's like, oh, did you get a picture of me? And then I said I did, but I deleted it. So romantic. But it was because it was blurry. So I didn't delete it because she was in it. I deleted it because it was blurry. But I didn't, he never told me that. So I was like, this guy's so rude. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. That was our first conversation. And then I was like, okay, I need to talk to her. But when I kept like stalking her, I stalking her from a distance, she was like, dancing and like talking to other people and so i was just awkward because i didn't know how to dance so i didn't want to go in the circle so then i was like i'll just message her tonight so i right. on instagram and um started asking her random questions about camera because i found out she's a photographer and the rest is history that's, that's how we started history. talking wow that's awesome so upon meeting like you said like you guys just both kind of knew but when did you know like when were you like that's the person that i'm going to marry and obviously it would have had to come fairly soon you know after eight months yeah. or before then yeah. apparently but yeah it did it did come really soon i remember we were talking for a little bit and she was upset that i wouldn't ask her to be my girlfriend but i told her like I didn't want to do that unless I knew for sure that it would go somewhere, like, really, that you'd be my wife. And so the time I remembered that um, I was like, this is my wife, was when we were sitting in her driveway. It was, like, 2 a.m. at night, and we're just talking. And then she actually, like, opened up deeply about her past, but it wasn't, like, anything bad. She was talking Mm -hmm. about her relationship with Christ and, like, talking about all these miracles and all this stuff that happened. And I was like, wow, I know that this is my wife. Because everything else was a checkmark, but... The thing that I was still curious about was what was her relation with Christ real? Because there's so many other people out there that faked it yeah. that I was around. And so when I heard that, I was like, wow, she's legitimately like real with her relationship with Christ. And then I knew from that moment on that she was the one. Wow. That's so good. Like it was the fact that like her relationship with God was real that was like sealed the deal. Yeah, it brought me so much peace. So that's yeah. how I knew for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. For me, I was obsessed with Tony from the first convo, basically, when we first started talking. <laughs> Can you blame her? Jeez, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. So I, I already knew his relationship with the Lord just from conversation with him. And I just knew that's what I wanted in a husband. And, and to be honest, I was still kind of finding my way, not like back to the Lord, because I my relationship with God, like it never really changed too much but I had made some different life choices so Mm -hmm. I was kind of like getting out of that a little bit so I feel like I knew exactly what I wanted which is why Tony had his boundaries up a little bit more because I was still kind of dabbling in and out of my previous lifestyle which wasn't anything crazy but you know the typical high school Mm -hmm. drinking and partying going out type of thing yeah and I was basically out of it by the time we met but I was still hanging out with people here and there and things like that so Mm -hmm. how old were you when you guys both met I met Tony a month before I graduated high school so I was 18 and he was 20 
Oh my gosh, you guys are like fast track. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Well, it's just it's just like confirmation that God is just like all over it. Like he's all over the timing, and he's all over it. like for someone like fresh out of high school to be able to like build. Like I couldn't imagine myself like a building a relationship, having like a beautiful home, and like being able to like financially support myself. You know, and so but for you two to like come together, it's just such like a divine. Like I feel like when I don't know I've only been around you guys once but you can just tell that you're both so in sync and that your relationship really is of the Lord and so that was one of the reasons Thank that I was like really adamant about you guys coming on like Sydney I was like hitting you up I'm like when can you come on when can you come on when can you come on like we need to set it up we need to set it up and I'm like we have to have this because there are so many girls listening um and some men as well but like especially like young girls that are listening that are either like in a serious relationship they're about to get um you know uh, they're, you know, engaged right now. And then there are some that are, you know, maybe not at that stage that really just need to hear from somebody to like trust God's timing and like trust, you know, not to like waver. So like with you guys, what were some deal breakers in a relationship? So like you've told us like how you knew and things that like, you know, solidified that relationship, but moving forward, like what were, or not moving forward, but you know, being in the relationship now, like what are things that you're so thankful that you waited on the Lord for? Oh, yeah, man, there's so many. So one for Tony, like what I'm so thankful for is that I waited for a man that truly, truly, truly loved the Lord and not in the way of just like, you know, he goes to church on and off, like maybe he's there, maybe he's not, you know, Mm -hmm. Tony, the best thing about Tony is that he truly has a relationship with God, like he brings his Bible everywhere he goes. He doesn't start his morning without reading. He doesn't end his night without reading. And I mean, that's a big deal because there's so many different things that we've, you know, had to endure like in our business and our families and just in our life in general. And it's been nice to know that I have Tony to rely on and really just, you know, speak scripture over our situations and things like that. And I didn't know how much I, I truly needed that because I'm strong in my faith with the Lord. And I didn't know that I would really truly need someone to depend on in that way. And that's a, that was a big thing for me. And also we're very much church people. Like we love uh, serving in the church. We love being a part of the church Mm -hmm. and having someone that serves alongside me with a grateful heart has been very, very important for me too, because my heart's for people. Like I care about people and he does the same thing too. So we're able to do ministry together. Well, I could basically answer the same way she did (laughs) because, because obviously her relationship with Christ was, I mean, one of the main reasons why I really knew she was the one, but I will say something about, um, Sid that, I wanted and didn't expect I'd actually get, but yeah. obviously God checked all the lists and it was just somebody that truly loved me, like for me, mm-hmm. wanted to hang out with me, wanted to be with me and that we can like get along in our everyday life. Because I remember past relationships, it was just like, they didn't want to hang out or they didn't really care or like even communicate very well. It was like, you would go, you know, 30 minutes to an hour without hearing from them, but yeah. she was totally different. And that's something else I was looking for uh, with somebody who just really wanted to be around me. And I feel like that also was a, a spark to help us move forward in marriage because we just didn't want to be away from each other. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Would you guys say, this is something that I've always thought, but I'm like, I don't know if everyone thinks the same way, but like what, you guys in the way that you live your lives like for the lord like were you almost searching for like a ministry partner like someone that you can do ministry with like someone that you can serve the lord with definitely because i mean ministry has always been a big part of my life even before i kind of fell off i was raised in the church Mm -hmm. and i mean growing up i was always even as like you know a kid i was serving in the church in the way that kids do yeah and so it's always been a part of my life and honestly i could not imagine like my lifestyle the way i live my life did not have someone that's chasing after god the way you know that tony does with Mm -hmm. me because i mean there's ministry is not easy you know like ministry is pretty hard and there's some testing times and I I love that he's there with me and he's going through it with me and also like serving together has really strengthened our marriage for sure because like we've seen our ministry with young adults go from eight people to 80 people in a year and that was I mean we worked together with that and I mean we got to see this thing like be born through this and Mm -hmm. also I know this isn't about my parents but my parents (laughs) quick story they've been married for 25 years but it wasn't until four years ago that my my dad didn't give his life to the Lord until this past four years and 
um, my dad was radically changed, completely set free from everything that he was dealing with. Mm. And because of that, they started serving in the church together and they lead a team at our church and their marriage is so strong. Like I even look up to them when, I mean, they basically have a new marriage, it seems yeah. like. And it's amazing to see. And I know it's because they serve on a team together and they're able to, you know, chase after God together as a team. Wow. Do you, it's so ministry we know like so for people who maybe aren't called to like serve in the church but are called to like you know minister to people like at their jobs or wherever they're at like I think it's important to serve in the church but yeah. maybe for people who um you know I guess I'm, I'm thinking of like people who maybe don't serve on a specific team or lead a specific team should those be people that are looking for ministry partners as well, like someone that they, you know, know is also, you know, ministering to people and, you know, doing kingdom work. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, there's everywhere we are, we have the opportunity for ministry. It looks much different. You know, it can be outside of the church, like mm -hmm. you said. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's more of like the heart, like looking at the heart of the person, because I mean, it's just the simple, you guys could be together at a grocery store and you see yeah. someone that's in need or just, you right. just feel like they need prayer. I mean, I think it's the heart of who that person is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you would say that's definitely a pillar. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. <Okay>. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I do have to ask, how is it being so serious, so young? You, you guys are both so young and in such a different stage of life than, um, you know, maybe other people your age. How is that? And I know it's funny because like, obviously like a Christian couple doesn't have the same like temptations or things to go out and do. It's not like you're missing out on nights at the club or whatever, <laughs> but like, you know, certain things, is it, it, you know, how is it? Is it different? Is it strange? Is it wonderful? You know, what's it like? I mean, for me, it's wonderful. Yeah. I feel like we got, when we got married, I feel like that was, I feel like everyone, the last stages in life for most people is like, not the last stage, the thing that they're running for is marriage. And once they get that, it's almost like, wow, my life can almost finally begin because now you get to build a family and right. you know you get to do things together and so like for me because we were married at a young age mm -hmm. it like made us i guess what you said so serious so young they was like all right now we took care of that let's start focusing on our business let's start you know dreaming together and wow. so and i guess it is also different for different people mm -hmm. um depending on your mindset but we dream together and we plan together and honestly that's also a pillar in our life and what keeps us so close together and so strong as a couple is that we're always dreaming and we're always you know trying to do different things like we don't settle that's something also that i really love about my wife is even when i'm ready to settle and just take it easy it's like she's ready for the next step <laughs> and i also need that because i'm the type that really i'm the type that could just be chill staying at home yeah. and not go on vacation but yeah. she loves vacation and she'll push me to do that and that's what i need in my life and so yeah. um just you know we dream constantly and always plan for the future and so for me it's it's really fun yeah. i enjoy it that's sweet <laughs> <laughs> Well, for me, it I it was a little different because, like I said, I I would got very serious with Tony when I was eighteen, and mm -hmm. I was getting out of high school, going into college, and all of my friends were going to Mizzou or Ole Miss or right. you know some big party schools, and I was like very afraid of missing out, even yeah. if I wasn't going out and partying or whatever it was. I was sc scared of missing out, and I remember those first years. The first semester was the hardest. Them going into freshman year of college was the hardest mm -hmm. because I watched them make new friends. I was scared of you know missing my friends and yeah. um, you know just growing apart and seeing them have all these new you know what I thought experiences were. Which you know. right, right. But the thing is, I'm you know all my friends are graduating right now from college, and a lot of them are dealing with you know pain from you know sleeping around or yeah. whatever and now we got to deal with the repercussions you know, of the experiences the pieces yeah. of some things that they've you know made mistakes on and I was really you know envious of them back then but now people are like how do I get past this like how do I get past this relationship you know how do I get past these different stages that mm -hmm. I kind of flew right over Right. And um, even though it did seem hard to to get so serious so young, I am seeing the fruit of it now because, you know, we're already married. We already have our business and the home and everything. And everything's been great because I know God's hand is on it. So. Yeah. 
I definitely don't see any bad part from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wondered about the experience because I know a lot of people, you know, there's just everyone's in, especially in our 20s, like everyone is in such different stages of life. And so it's so easy yeah. to look to your right or to your left and be like, they have this and they have this. And I don't even know, like, if I have a job tomorrow, you know, and, and I'm all by myself, like all of these different things and people can get really caught up in that. And so it's just really cool to like hear the different perspectives and everything like that. Do you guys think that getting married young is for everyone could anyone do it oh man i will personally say yeah everyone can do it yes <laughs> but does everybody want to do it no so. i feel like okay if it weren't for tony i would literally i would say no because right. honestly it's hard mm. and i mean if you're not truly rooted in your faith when things get hard when things get tough and yeah. you have the person next to you that you can depend on yeah like I mean it is hard we've had family issues that we had to overcome where I mean just to be honest like not into detail but yeah. I mean Tony comes from a really big family and I didn't get along with all of his siblings at the beginning mm -hmm. and I mean that was a really hard thing and Tony had to make the choice to walk in love and you know basically fix that situation right, in that right. way it was hard I mean that's a big that's a big decision to make as a 20 year old you know right and I mean there was times when we were going looking for the house our first year of marriage we couldn't afford a house because we had our own business and we weren't approved and things like that yeah. so we lived actually in my parents basement for the first year of our marriage and wow. that comes with its own trials <laughs> so I mean it's testing it's very very tough right. but I mean I think it's a maturity in the faith from both sides that yeah. it can for sure be done but yeah. i mean i don't think anyone and everyone should jump into it in yeah that like way. is it possible yes but are you willing to sacrifice put in the work and grow that's up to you yeah right 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 and i think that was something that i was kind of going to ask because i feel like and i mean you guys can grow and mature together but also you know when it comes to like marriage i think <laughs> there are a lot of you know fantasies and things about what it is or what it you know what you think it's going to be but then there's this reality of of what it is and it's such a beautiful thing i mean i haven't experienced it but i would imagine that it is because <laughs> you know it's from god so you know it, it's it's gotta be it's gotta be so it's it's a beautiful thing but it also comes with its own tests and its own trials so what for you when it comes to marriage what expect expectations were exceeded and what expe expectations did you have for marriage that were you know kind of maybe false that's a good question. Well, for me, I'll, I mean, my expectations were, you know, basically what everyone imagines, you know, mm -hmm. everything's going to be great and wonderful. And yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I can't complain about Tony. Like, <laughs> he's a very good husband. Yeah. So, I mean, he's definitely taken care of me in different ways like that mm -hmm. I've needed, like emotionally too, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, in those ways, he's definitely exceeded all of my expectations. Mm. Um for things that, man. Yeah, I, if I understand what you're saying, I will say an expectation that kind of failed for me. I mean, not failed, but like I heard mm -hmm. so many people saying how like communication is key and like, you know, you really do become one. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like I kept hearing that, I kept hearing that. And then I guess it really was a reality how like communication, like I didn't know I had a problem communicating. Like I, cause I, mm. you know, growing my relationship with Christ, I did everything by myself in right. a sense. So like, for me to open up and share with somebody else literally everything that I'm going through, how I'm feeling, how I can get through this. Like, it was such a different process because, you know, we'd be driving down the road and she's talking, having a good time, and I'm completely zoned out. And she has no idea why I'm zoned out. But maybe, like, my mind's running a million miles an hour. She had no idea, but I just didn't know how to open up. And I didn't realize yeah. that was a real thing until marriage and i know mm. people said that but for me i didn't expect that to be you know the reality so that expectation for me was false and i actually had to mm -hmm. go through that so communication and then becoming one it's like we were talking about this the other day your time is no longer your own like right and i don't think a lot of people actually realize that um it's kind of funny because I don't know if you see my post on Instagram, but I posted like how I had to get a certain amount of likes and comments uh. and my wife would let me stream and somebody commented, why do you need permission from your wife? And it's just so crazy <laughs> because people don't realize when you're married, yeah. it's a whole different world, you know, and like yeah. to make a marriage last, 
you have to be on the same page and you have to talk to each other, communicate, you know, and obviously it was a fun game. She was going right. to let me stream, but she wanted to make it a little <laughs> challenging. So like, it's funny. Right. But yeah. So there's that. I hope that answered it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It does. And yeah. I think too, you know, like you're thinking for two, you're not just thinking about yourself. Like there's a lot of like sacrifice I'm sure that has to come with it. And a lot of people, cause like right now I can be totally selfish with my time. I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to tell anybody anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just can kind of go and do what I want. And so, so I just wondered if it was like adjusting to certain like, you know, things that now maybe seem normal, but, you know, in the beginning, you know, might have been like, oh, yeah, I've got to do this. I've got to make sure I can't, you know, purchase this X, Y, Z. Like I got to let so-and-so know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I definitely have to ask permission to buy on Amazon. <laughs> oh, well, he, he won't even tell me. Like it'll just – I'll just see like so many packages at our door. And I'm like, Tony, what in the world did you just buy? Like you would think I would have the shopping problem. Yeah. It's Tony. It is not me. You are a little – yeah, you save – you're saving queen. Like you have all your Dollar General stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh, who knew you could make Dollar General things look oh, so yeah, cute? Yeah, what you guys see online is totally different. <laughs> Isn't it always like story of everyone's life? Okay, because the thing is, I'm like, oh, I love the Dollar Tree, but buys like $200 worth of things from the Dollar Tree. Yeah, see, the reason she doesn't see so many packages from me is like, I'm buying like $5 items on Amazon every Not once in a while. Not true. Okay, maybe $10 items. And then when she's ready to buy an item, it's like 400 bucks. Okay, oh no, my gosh. That's an exaggeration. Okay, all right. That is so funny. I love that. Okay, what is one thing that you guys wish you would have known before getting married? Either of you. And both of you. I'll let you start with that one. One thing I wish I would have known. You guys just, like, have a perfect relationship. There's no holes. Don't say that. But, like, (laughs) this is just really difficult. (laughs) Let me think. That's good. That's a good problem to have. I feel like we were really prepared. Yeah. Just because, okay, so we had marital counseling. I was just about to ask that, yes. And let's talk about that because honestly, premarital counseling, I highly recommend because Mm -hmm. I think the reason why we don't have many issues is because our, our pastors who did, who did our ceremony Mm. led us in the premarital, him and his wife. And I mean, he really got questions rolling i mean he dug some stuff out of us that were you know deep-rooted problems that we didn't know could you know come to the surface Mm -hmm. and made us talk about it everything from you know just the way we grew up to things about our parents to you know our sexual past and things Mm -hmm. like that i mean there were some crazy things that got brought up and i think because of it um we've been able to know how to handle problems and go into issues you know and get past it because I mean we've never had a problem to where you know we go to bed angry yeah or I mean honestly we're very weird because I feel like <laughs> when we fight we just start laughing because we can't take each other seriously <laughs> so and then we're like laughing but angry at each other and it's really weird <laughs> like, that's like so creepy. funny <laughs> I love but, that I know yeah, so I mean that I feel like we did know a lot going into marriage because he did pull out some different issues that could arise. Like for instance, just like expectations that you would have in your marriage, just like in the daily home chores, like who takes out the trash, who does the dishes, who does the laundry, because I'm telling you, I'm not doing all of it. Right. You know, like, I mean, for most women, I mean, back in the day, like that was like, you know, the woman's job to do all the household things. And I'm an entrepreneur just as Tony is like, I work just as hard as he does, you know? So the roles in our house are a lot different and we had to lay out those expectations and literally assign house chore duties to each other. And, um, that was something even our marital counseling did because I mean, say I thought Tony was going to do the dishes, but you know, he didn't. And then I'm mad at him, but he doesn't even know why I'm mad at him, but it's because low key, I'm mad he didn't (laughs) do the dishes. And then, you know, it's like little things that just kind of stem. Yeah. So could you elab- elaborate a little bit on premarital counseling? Because I know a lot of people, you know, when they hear the word counseling, they think it's because there's some sort of issue. Um, maybe because yeah. I, I only heard about premarital counseling, counseling when I, w- you know, came into the church and learned that that's something that a lot of people go through prior to getting married. But I'm not sure that outside of that, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing. So would you mind like just kind of going into that and talking about, you know, a little bit what it's for, why, what you learn? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, before 
my pastor had us do it, I actually had no idea. I didn't know anything about marital counseling. I never knew anyone who did premarital counseling, mm-hmm. but he had us do it because for us to be married by him, he wanted us to go through premarital counseling with him. Yeah. And basically what premarital counseling is, like you said, like it's not for people who have issues. It's basically going through all the issues that could happen before <laughs> they happen. And I mean, I'm completely thankful for it. And because of, because of it, like I said, like there were some problems that, I mean, we had to go through and talk during our premarital counseling, but the reason why we got it out there with, you know, someone moder- monitoring the conversations and things like that, mm-hmm. we don't have the problems now, but I highly, highly recommend premarital counseling. Um, it really, really did everything for us. Yeah. I mean. The reason that previous question was hard, like what expectations were false and what did we exceed? The reason it was hard to answer that was because we were so prepared for marriage because of premarital and counseling. Yeah, so that's that amazing. How important it is. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's been a huge blessing to you guys then. Oh, yeah. Because it also, even though we went through it, you know, go and in marriage we'll see some stuff popping up and we're like ah this is what they were talking about okay now we know how to go about this and handle it and talk about it so yeah it was definitely an eye-opener and and helps you realize one you're not alone going through it and two you just got to talk through it so yeah absolutely that's awesome um what advice would you guys give um young engaged couples right now maybe they're going through the coronavirus thing and you know their wedding got postponed maybe not maybe they're just kind of ramping up for it like what sort of things what advice would you give them before moving into marriage or what advice were you guys given yeah for sure so i i would always i always recommend premarital counseling but Mm. So in addition to that, we are wedding photographers, so we deal with a lot of brides. And with the corona, I mean, all, our full-time is wedding photography, so right. we deal with a, a good amount of brides. <laughs> and I mean, right now, to be honest, we've had um, in May eight weddings, and seven of them have been postponed. And wow. I mean, that's heartbreaking, dealing with seven different couples and their families. I mean, during this time, it's just completely heart-wrenching. Yeah. And this is in no way comparable at all you know to what they're going through but for us this is so not comparable but just something to kind of (laughs) go off of yeah it did rain on our wedding ceremony and i mean i woke up i was getting my makeup done looking out the window straight up at the rain (laughs) i mean it did not stop but the thing is i remember looking out that window and telling myself like i either ruin my wedding or the you know like the rain doesn't ruin the wedding either i do you know so it's like I've had brides that have perfect wedding days, but they decide to have a bad attitude because one thing is out of line and they kind of ruin their wedding day. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the end of the day, our, I mean, our wedding was outside and it had to be moved inside into this like weird garage thing. And it was just not cute when it was supposed to be so beautiful. <laughs> and I mean, I felt so at peace with it. I was so happy. Like I just felt so, you know, I mean, I didn't even think anything about that. Yeah. And so for those brides, you know, going into this at the end of the day, it truly is is about you and the other person um you know the wedding my friend is um getting married right now and I'm looking at all these different things on Pinterest and whatever and Mm -hmm. helping her and I don't regret at all you know the way our wedding panned out that it rained that you know we had to get it moved in because like it was so beautiful because we decided to make it beautiful so I think um anyone that's you know going through the the corona postponement right now it I mean, it's hard to see the other side because there's so much money invested. I know just all the things that are happening right now since I am a vendor, but just really, really focus on your relationship and, you know, what God's going to do through it. And I promise you, if you keep a positive, you know, perception of this, Mm. it will be beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, I would have to say. Um, some advice during engaged period one enjoy the process don't feel like you have to rush it because you know you're living in the future then when you need to be in the present and enjoy that engagement stage because once you're married I mean that's the rest of your life there's no (laughs) engagement stage so enjoy that while you can and also just like really talk about the future together and plan even now while you're engaged I know you guys are planning the wedding but really plan out you know, maybe making a three to five year plan mm-hmm. and trying to stick with it because it is nice having a plan and dreaming together and having a goal. Um, and also talk about finances. You guys yeah. have to be wise with your finances. And, and you know, people, you know, we are very blessed where we are today. 
and all glory to God, but also we use the wisdom that he has given us through his word on how to handle finances, you know, how to be a good steward. Yeah. So as a engaged couple, you know, talk about finances and save as much as you can, even if you have to live in your parents' basement, it's worth <laughs> it. Then you can buy a beautiful house one day. Yeah, no, I mean, I think a lot of people, I always try to say like on my Instagram that like, you know, you see our house or whatever, all those, these things, but yeah. like you can't judge our fruit if you didn't know our seed you know I mean we were in my parents basement for that long of a time and Mm -hmm. I mean we were Tony at the time was going through some sickness that God healed him from but he you know we had medical bills that we were paying and our finances when we got married became one so his debt was now my debt and I mean there's just different things like that that we had to go through together as a couple and I think for sure I mean going into like looking at God's design for marriage I would say victorious because of just basically all the seeds that led up to marriage. The engagement season is a, is very, very crucial. Because yeah. like Tony said, it's talking about the finances. It's talking about the debt, like the weird, uncomfortable questions that might come up. It's talking about where you're spending holidays, like the weird things like that. Mm-hmm. Like that needs to be talked about because it's going to come out when you're married. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. So you kind of started to dabble in it a little bit. But what does it look like to live out God's design for marriage? Like, you know, whether it be, you know, Tony being a spiritual leader, how does it, or you two being a team, like how does it look when it comes to God's design for marriage and how do you make that your own? Yeah, that's a good question. And it's it's kind of funny. We ran into that because I was going to say during the engagement session as well is Mm -hmm. like, make sure you start establishing that foundation with Christ then. Um, so that it, it's easier to trickle into marriage because, I mean, I honestly, marriage would be very hard, if not impossible, I feel, if you didn't have Christ in your life. Because yeah. how do you expect to love somebody if you don't even receive love from somebody? If you don't realize the love Christ has for you and he gave his life for you, not like how, how do you expect to love somebody else? You know, and it's right. just like, so having that foundation with Christ is so important. Mm -hmm. Uh, for a marriage and um, what it looks like for us is I mean just a few points is obviously we serve together but being you know in agreement on going to church that's a huge one in itself is just being able to go to church together but also like tithing and giving and like not questioning each other when somebody feels like they have to give you know to this person or maybe give this much or this much it's like you don't question them you have to be on the same page and and anything that comes from anything that is going towards God, um, mm-hmm. you don't question, you know. So if she came up to me and said that she felt God leader, that she has to do this or say this or whatever, then I'm always like, if you felt God, then you have to go do that, you know. Yeah. So like, that's very important to establish that as a married couple centered around Christ, because that is a huge deal. And it will come up in marriage. <laughs> yeah. And how awkward would it be to be married to someone who doesn't think that way? And you're like, I have to do God told me to do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be very, very weird and uncomfortable for sure what do you mean god told you yeah Uh, it wouldn't be the same support right another thing i want to point out too for Mm -hmm. um our relationship with god and you know us together as a couple is we still separately have our individual relationships with god Mm. and it's not just going to church together i mean every single morning we wake up and we read and we're, we're together in the same, on the same couch and you know, with our dog and drinking coffee and whatever. Yeah. We're doing the same thing, but we're in different parts of the Bible. We're doing both individual studies. Like God is, you know, speaking to us through scripture individually yeah. and we'll come together and kind of talk about what we're, ta- what we're studying, which is always somehow weirdly intertwined, which I mean, it's not weird. It's God, <laughs> but I mean, we definitely, we, we never really do Bible studies together and I'm not against that, Yeah. but it has to be in addition to your one-on-one time with Amen. God, because I think a lot of married couples, they kind of will kind of fall short maybe. And then they start depending on, you know, her husband's walk with the Lord or his wife's walk with the Lord, yeah. but it needs to be, I mean, both of you chasing after Jesus together. Yeah. That's so good. I love that. You guys are like therapeutic to me right now. I'm like, yes, preach. I love it. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> what advice would you give someone who idolizes marriage? So maybe a, a guy or a girl and, you know, either they're comparing themselves or they, you know, just feeling so, you know, they feel like marriage is going to be what fulfills them, you know, even if that's not something that they openly 
realize but you know if they are just constantly idolizing marriage and that next step what kind of advice would you give them right now that's a good one because since we are over the young adult ministry we are ministering to a lot of people who are um in their early 20s and especially since i'm 22 and tony's 24 we do attract like a younger group yeah and we do get a lot of people coming out of college and things like that and they're like okay i need a husband this is my next thing i need a wife this is my next thing and they are very you know stressed out and really i mean our church is very young we have a young church i'm gonna have to come visit (laughs) yeah find yourself a man just kidding (laughs) but i'm telling you our church like it's a it's like a christian bar in a way i love (laughs) that i don't think i've ever been to a young church ever oh my gosh it's so funny i'm not saying it in a good way i'm just saying no 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 ready to find their other yes i get it I totally get it. It is funny. funny. But I mean, it is, it comes with its trials because we are such a young church. And I mean, there are young adults. I mean, there are young adults everywhere. Mm. And I mean, everyone is either single or married or dating each other. So (laughs) I mean, it it does get tricky. But the thing is, what I've noticed with, um, you know, our friends and other young adults is that it's always the moment they stop chasing after marriage. And they really say, you know what, God, I'm going to give it all to you. I'm going to give relationships to you. I'm going to focus on you. That's usually around the time they find their husband. Like God kind of, you know, opens their eyes or leads their husband to them. Um, It always just kind of, that's how it was with me. It was funny because I was like in a worship service and I was like, God, I'm tired of dating around. I'm tired of doing this. (laughs) And then a month later I meet Tony. (laughs) It always happens like that. But I mean, that surrender is very, very difficult because everyone wants that, you know, dependency and that security. And, you know, we as human beings, we, you know, want love. So it's hard. Yeah. Like, totally. I totally get that. But it's always the moment you let go and you truly let God into your life that, you know, and give that thing to him, that relationship yeah. to him is when you usually find the other half. Right. Absolutely. Could have said it better myself. <laughs> um. You don't have anything to add, Tony? Um, I'll just say, um, like, it, if you guys are, like, pushing towards marriage and it's, like, very stressful, you have to realize once you're in marriage, you're in marriage forever. So don't rush it because, yeah. like, I knew what I was getting into and I knew, you know, like, I could handle it. But for somebody who just thought they had to rush into marriage and then realize, oh, my gosh, like, I can't just go to my friend's house when I want, or when the guys are hanging out, I can't just pick up and leave, you know, because we can have an event going on or whatever. Like your whole life changes. So enjoy where you're at right now, because trust me, when you do find that special someone, obviously you're going to love every single moment you get with them, but your life will change. So enjoy where you're at right now. And then that anointing will come, you know, to enjoy when marriage comes, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. I love that. It sounds exactly like what I say, too. It's funny that you guys say that because I'm, like, almost backwards because I've been so, like, anti, I don't need anybody, I don't need anybody, I don't need anybody. And then now, like, God's starting to, like, soften my heart and be like, I think you might be ready. And I'm like, I think I might be, too. So, you know, like, you know, just being able to, like, maybe think for someone else because, like, I had to take a, a while where I'm just, like, I, I need to just, like, focus on myself right now and just, like, yeah. you oh, know, sure dial back and I almost got so comfortable there that I like kind of fell in love with that that I'm like it's so nice you know not having to like worry about all this other stuff going on not worrying about any drama or anything like that but you know so it's just funny because like it's it's so beautiful yes it really is and so you know but your girl she's thinking about moving out but we don't know (laughs) just kidding <laughs> that's so funny how would you guys encourage someone this has been oh my gosh i can't even tell you guys how many times i've heard this i'm sure um you guys have heard this throughout too but your standards are too high and i just like i know there are a lot of girls listening on here too who maybe have standards like you guys had like i you know i want to meet somebody that is completely sold out on the lord that is willing to take on this role and lead me and love me all of this stuff. So how would you encourage somebody that worries that their standards are too high or are tempted with lowering their standards just to get into a relationship that might be subpar? Yeah. I mean, God knows our hearts. So I believe like the person that, you know, he kind of leads you to like, for me personally, 
Tony did kind of match this image that I had kind of in my head since I was 12 years old, which is very weird. (laughs) But guys, this is so weird. You're a visionary. A tall Italian with green eyes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, which is so weird. But that was like (laughs) when I was like 12. But then, you know, as I got older, the things of more like, you know, his relationship with God and this, this, this. But I have this friend um that was very very specific which what she wanted in a husband and I remember she was telling like a friend like our friend group about it and the boys were like that's ridiculous like I cannot believe her like she will never find a guy like that because she's she was definitely an eligible bachelorette like beautiful (laughs) very talented like just an amazing girl and so I think everyone's like good luck with that you know (laughs) And I mean, let me tell you, she got married this past, um, this past year and her, what she wanted in a husband, I mean, is a hundred percent linked up. Like the standards that she had were completely compatible with what she, what she prayed about. I mean, she had a list and God definitely, you know, checked all of those off with the man that she ended up marrying. And I was honestly in awe of that because her list was crazy. Like it was literally (laughs) so specific, but I mean, God knows our hearts, you know, and does that mean to be flexible when some some things don't completely add up? I think so because yeah. I mean there was thing I mean you have to work in a marriage. Like there's things that aren't going to be completely perfect mm-hmm. in your marriage, but those are things that you work towards. But I mean I think the standards of like who that person is, their heart, what, you know, your lifestyle looks like, you know, I think those things are something that shouldn't be shakable and definitely the standards of their relationship with christ like that's a non-negotiable yeah definitely i would say don't think it's too high just remember one the lord gives you the desires of your heart Mm. two he'll give you exceedingly more than you can ever ask think dream and imagine so definitely set those expectations high but what sid said don't be afraid to compromise in the beginning like if if god throws that one at you but not all the boxes are are checked yet don't completely throw you know throw it away or feel like oh my gosh i just can't ever find anyone because i will say like sid said in the beginning you know she was working out some rough patches from her past wow. so like <laughs> no, they, weren't, they weren't rough but it's like i mean she was wearing you know belly shirts like belly oh shirts oh i love this Heart, you know. a little bit of my stomach would show. Yeah, but, like, you know, it was, like, I would see... Cover it up. Like that. And, like, you know, on my list, it's, like, that that wasn't what I want, but I knew God placed her in my... Like, that was my wife. And yeah. if I would have just been, like, oh, my gosh, that's not it, and just yeah. threw that away, well, then I would have threw away my wife. But because, yeah. you know, I was, like, okay, God, this is my wife. And, honestly, if you find somebody that loves Christ everything else is going to work out. If their heart's right, everything mm. else is going to work out. And I knew where Sid's heart was. So I knew if there's any kinks, and it wasn't even bad, it was a belly shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. not bad. I'm, I'm just being too extra right now. But <laughs> I'm saying, you know, don't throw it away if it's not exactly what you think in the beginning. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think sometimes, too, like, when it just comes to, like, the world in general, basic moral code is high standard. And I'm like, guys, come on. Yeah. I feel like so many girls are told, like, your standards are too high when they just – literally want somebody that's just a good person and so sometimes it can cause them to kind of falter a little bit you know and so I just wanted them to hear from people that didn't um you know waver on their standards and somebody who loved the Lord and chased the Lord like chased after his heart and was just willing to um you know cultivate a relationship that honored God yeah absolutely don't settle it's worth the wait trust me yes definitely amen I needed them to hear that from y'all. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. Do not settle. I can't even imagine if I settled. My life would not be the same at all. So, Man, if I settled for any of the goons that I was talking to before Tony, <laughs> my life, I would probably be in a box. Like, oh, honestly, no. Literally, oh, my goodness. Gosh. That's so funny. I can relate. I think everybody can relate to some extent. <laughs> the one that you were praying for, you're like, God, please let this be it. Please let this be it. And then you gain a little perspective. And you're like, thank God that wasn't it. Thank God that was not it. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, this the things that I thought, like, I was like, this is my standard. This is my standard. Mm. When I was just like, you know, falling away from Christ, my sta- I was like, oh, that's not a big deal. That's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. I don't care about that. And I was like, I mean... It was just so silly because these were things that now I'm looking at Tony. I'm like, okay, how was I like thinking that was going to be acceptable to right. not have someone that was, you know, 
going to church with me like or right. you know, other things but like yeah I mean, there's just no way yeah like how yeah. would i ever compromise that can I, can I say one extra thing? Absolutely. Okay, I feel like a good sign to know that you're ready to be married mm. is if you are comfortable and okay with being single. Amen. Because if you can grow a relationship with Christ and yourself, then before getting into a relationship, you are ready. And like, because Sid and I had peace, you know, how she said she gave it to Christ, then it all happened. And me... I gave it to Christ. I was like so comfortable being single. That's why I said it was so hard for me to open up because I was so used to being by myself. So definitely, if you're having a hard time being single, find that peace in Christ before trying to jump into a relationship. Yes, because two holes make a hole. Not two halves make a hole. Two holes make a hole. Amen. That's so good. I love that. Do you have anything else to add? Either of you. Any wisdom? Any more wisdom? I think... It just goes back to enjoying the journey because if you are in your singleness, I mean, I think back to my singleness and it was a very short time now that I'm 22. I'm like, okay, I thought I was single forever, which is so weird because it was not. But I mean, when it's gone, it's gone. And I mean, God does so much in your singleness and that's just one-on-one with him. And we have a lot of, most of our close friends are single right now. And it's really fun to see them go through, you know, this walk with God and how he's strengthening them and how independent they are and you know how much they've grown in the relationship with Christ and it's beautiful and I think it's definitely surrounding yourself with good friends good counsel and just taking your time and seeing the beauty and everything that's around you yeah and I guess one wisdom nugget from me is what I'll tell everybody in a relationship or looking for marriage is do not go by your feelings. Do not base decisions by your feelings. Yeah. Do not do anything based on your feelings because your feelings wants to get angry. Your feelings <clears throat> want to yell at the person. Your feelings, you know, wants their way over the other. And yeah. so if you keep going by your feelings, then it will fail. Definitely. That's a good one. That's amazing. You guys are so awesome. Thank you both so much for coming on. Before you leave, please plug and promote anything and everything because I'm sure everybody listening has completely fell in love with both of you and needs more Sid and Tony Kell in their lives. So. Well, thank you. That's so sweet. Okay. Well, so my personal YouTube is, you just type in my name, Sid Kell. Yeah. I find you all the time in the search bar. Sydney Kell. S-Y-D-N-E-Y Kell. Um, and then I do faith-based lifestyle Christian entrepreneur type of videos. Yeah. And then my Instagram is Sid Kell, S-Y-D-D-Kell, because apparently there's another Sid Kell out there. <laughs> um, and then we do have The Chosen Podcast. So it's The Chosen Podcast. We're on Spotify and um, Apple or iTunes, whatever. Yeah. Yep. And really, whatever. Yeah. And then YouTube. My YouTube, you can search for it. Um, you can either type in my name, Tony Kell, but the easiest way is Source of Light TV, and that's my faith-based channel, everything about Christ. And then my Instagram is the Tony Kell. Um, and that's all. That's it. I don't, that's all. Yeah. So love well, it. Thank you though for that having was us like on a here. Lot of, that's all, that was a lot of handles. We're like that's all. I that's love it. No, it's so funny because I have all of them memorized. Like I'm some sort of stalker. Like I'm like at the Tony Tell. Like I know. <laughs> like as you guys were saying, I'm like I knew him too. I think it's just how I think of you guys because that's where we met. It's our origin. So. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now and make sure to follow our MySpace. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Pimpmyprofile.com. Oh my um, gosh. We have Animal Crossing. So if anyone wants to animal. Crossing. Oh my gosh. That's so popular right now. I'm thinking about just pulling the trigger and getting it. Yeah, you definitely should. It's super fun. Oh my gosh. You guys play each other? We play together. We can play together. My brother in law judges us so hardcore. He's like, you guys are such losers. What are you doing? We're like having fun in our little like animal land. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. I love that. Relationship goals. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys. Of course. Thank you so much for having us. You're literally amazing. So that was Tony and Sid Kell. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that it brought you a sense of encouragement and just a sense of hope for a future relationship or the relationship that you have right now and the ways that you guys can work together to cultivate a um, you know a relationship that glorifies God and then also to just encourage you to wait on a relationship that glorifies God. Um, I think the main thing that I wanted you guys to take away from this is just to not settle and to remember that um, you know all of God's promises are yes and amen and all of God's promises 
will come to come to fruition and he wants you to be in a relationship that brings glory to him and he wants you to be equally yoked with somebody that you can do missionary work with not missionary work like go over to wherever but that you can um serve with now and that you can you know work together as a team and you can um chase uh you know god's heart with and that you can dream with and that you can do all these things with so i don't want you guys to settle and i don't want you guys to feel like you are unworthy of god's best for your life because i feel like um you know after we wait for a certain amount of time those feelings can kind of start to creep in. And I want you to, if you are single, to just focus on this time and, um, you know, just focus on being with God and being alone with him and, and growing with him and being content in him. And then from there, him moving you into a purposeful relationship that is going to glorify him. And we know that that is where our joy lies is in honoring the father and in being in close relation with the father. And so there's a bunch of different ways that we can go into this. Maybe I'll do a podcast episode on that soon um, for maybe our singles very soon. Um, but yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and, and I think that's all I have for you. So I will see you next time. Love you guys. Bye.